Francesca Rudkin has some films to tell us about this morning, Kilda. Uh, good morning. Do you have a big mouth Billy Bass? No. Oh. <laughs> I've been a little bit mystified as to what you're all talking about. From the what? <laughs> Do you not remember big mouth Billy Bass? No. But Francesca, you're so up with the trends. Are you serious? Well, no. It's just not, I'm not really. I'm a bit like you, Jack. I can be quite a slow adapter. <laughs> but really, I'm just 21 years behind the eight ball. Oh, I'm, like, I'm stunned. Because sorry about that. No, I just feel like I I feel you know like they talk about different generations, right? You know, they talk about sort of cultural pegs and things. Everyone remembers where they were when Princess Diana died. You know, I just I remember where I was when I first saw a big mouth Billy Bass. I think they they had the as seen on TV. You know, they had the like infomercials for them as well for Big Mouth Billy Bass. It's basically a plastic fish that uh, you press a button and it and it sort of makes fish-like movements, sort of fish-like movements, whilst singing Take Me to the River. Right, yeah. Yes. So, uh, yeah, no, look, I kind of remember seeing it as a, a joke sort of thing. Maybe yeah, yeah, it? yeah. It was a sort of joke thing, but it ended up giving people quite a lot of joy for some reason. Oh, look, I'm, oh yeah, yeah. No, look, I'm pleased. Yeah. I'm pleased. It could be, yeah. it's a sort of a, maybe, I don't know, if your Christmas shopping is not done. Yeah. now, are they? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Two different films uh, this morning. We've got a doco and uh, Wes Anderson's latest. Let's start by having a listen to The French Dispatch. It began as a holiday. Eager to escape a bright future on the Great Plains, Arthur Howitzer Jr. transformed the series of travelogue columns into The French Dispatch, a factual weekly report on the subjects of world politics, the arts, high and low, and diverse stories of human interest. You don't think it's almost too seedy this time? No, I don't. For decent people. It's supposed to be charming. Just try to make it sound like you wrote it that way on purpose. Well, I think uh, anyone who knows Wes Anderson will know that that is the Wes Anderson film this morning. The French horn line, I think, gives it away. And this film has an amazing lineup of stars. Absolutely does. It's an incredible lineup of stars. Um, so, and a lot of them are very familiar. Uh, you know, if you're a fan of Wes Anderson, you see them sort of pop up in his films regularly. Adrian Brody, Bill Murray, Benicio del Toro, um, Tilda Swinton, Jeffrey Wright, Owen Wilson, Francis McDormand, um, Timothy Chalamet, um, William Dafoe, Angelica Houston, um, Edward Norton, Christopher Waltz. And Christopher Jeez. Waltz turns up for two scenes. There was one point where uh, I took my, my son's just got into Wes Anderson and we came out and he said to me, where was Christopher Waltz? I said he was in those two scenes very briefly around yeah. the dining table. We went, oh yeah, I mean, every, every, you know, everybody turns up for Wes Anderson and, and even if they have five lines or no lines, yeah. they, they sort of just seem to flock to be part of a Wes Anderson film. So yeah, no, absolutely incredible cast and it's quite a delight as they sort of pop up randomly throughout the film. If you're a Wes Anderson fan, you are going to love this film. It's just going to be an absolutely delightful way to end the year. I think if you're not familiar with his style, his um, art production, his sort of um, deadpan, uh, whimsical sort of wit and sense of satire, then I think you might, you know, get surprised by this film. Yeah. It might be a little bit different for you. Um, but I think might not reach quite the heights of, say, Rushmore or the Royal Tenenbaums. But I just loved it. It was just so wonderful to go to a cinema and watch something just different and interesting. So Wes Anderson's a huge fan of the New Yorker magazine and he's always wanted to make a movie about it. This movie isn't based on the magazine but it is inspired by it. 
So the film sort of takes, it, it sort of goes along. You sort of meet the staff and you meet at the beginning um, Bill Murray, who plays the editor, who, as you heard from the promo, he'd, he'd gone to France on an OE and he ends up staying. And he created a little, a little travelogue magazine called Picnic, which then turned into this magazine called The French Dispatch. Mm. And he treasures his writers and encourages them to, you know, like he collects this really amazing group of writers. And the film plays out like a collection of short stories. So, like, you're reading the sections of the magazine. So there's a story by Owen Wilson. He's a cycle reporter, which kind of introduces you to Henri, the, the town that um, the yeah. film is based in. Then there's a wonderful piece um, <clears throat> about art. Um, and then there's another great piece about students rebelling and writing a manifesto. And then there's a crime story. And each story is sort of separate on its own. And actually, once you get into each story, you almost forget about the big picture, you're just in yeah. that story and then yeah. you go to the next chapter. So, look, it's <clears throat> whimsical, full of wit style, there's animation and graphics and sets that move. It's once again just very stylized art direction, yeah. immaculate costuming. It's, it really is, it was just delightful. If you're a Wes Anderson fan, this is a real treat in the era. Oh, sounds great. Okay, that's The French Dispatch by Wes Anderson. Let's have a listen to The First Wave. It is because of you that we are going to make it through. You are more than just a doctor. You do it from the heart. Every time you see the COVID patient, you can't help but say, damn, this can easily be my mom. Each one is getting harder and harder. It's tough to see people constantly have to suffer. So the first wave looks at the first wave of COVID-19 cases in New York. Yeah, and so this is a National Geographic doco, which is screening on Disney+. Plus. And actually, the timing's quite right to watch this film because we have moved on so much in the world of COVID. We have vaccinations, we have medications, we've got a new understanding of this virus, and, you know, which is, and we're just increasing our knowledge of it all the time. Mm. But this takes a look at those first four months where it just swept through New York. And I know that you will have, you know, experienced you know, heard from your friends who, who were living there what it was like. But really, it was just, it, it, it's something that we didn't experience here in New Zealand. Mm. And you, you, you experience through the hospital staff. And there's quite a few things here, which I'm going to be honest, it's very disturbing. There's some pretty disturbing footage here. Um, I think if you think COVID is just a bit of a flu or a bad cold, then you might be pretty shocked by yeah. what you see in this film. Um there's a couple of things that really struck me when I watched it. One is that, you know, when someone is suffering from COVID or needs to get on a respirator or something, there's 12 to 15 people in the room. That's how much staff were required yeah. to care for somebody when yeah. something was kind of going wrong. The other thing you learn is in those first four months, the reason it was just such an incredible emotional impact probably on, on the medical staff as well as just physical and everything else was that, you know, doctors work off data. And yeah. they just couldn't get data that made sense. Every patient was different. They couldn't. They couldn't understand how to treat them. Someone they would ring someone. You'd see them in the morning ringing a family member, saying, "Look, he's doing really well. We're reducing oxygen. Everything's right. great." By two o'clock in the afternoon, this person yeah. just took a turn and passed away. So, so it was it's, really con it's confronting. Yeah, it's really confronting and interesting watching the doctors deal with it. Interesting watching, you know, that a lot of black Hispanics. Um, young and old, but a lot of underlying issues. And I yeah. really wonder whether coming out of this documentary going forward, you know, we have vaccinations now and we have medications, but I wonder going forward whether there's going to be a conversation about the mental health of people yeah. in battling COVID. Yeah. But
Yeah, it sounds it sounds full on. It sounds harrowing to be honest, but but interesting.